You are listening to The 945 Show on WFNULP 94.1 FM and podcasted everywhere. Local music from the Twin Cities. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to WFNULP 94.1 FM in St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio. This is the 945 show. I am Mike Rez, and uh, Bridge is not here, but may be joining us later, uh, so we'll see how that goes. We'll call it Audible if we have to. Uh, in studio this morning, we have the one and only Graybeat Robin is here. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm doing excellent. I, it's great to be here in the studio. Um, great way to spend a Saturday morning. Isn't it? It's, it is. You wake up and you go, I want to go to a radio station. Yep. I set the alarm and thought, man, it's a Saturday. And then I remembered, oh yeah, there was a reason I set the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> and I jumped right out of bed. So Right. Yeah. yeah. And you have, a, uh, you have a, uh, some moral support with you this morning. I do. My wife, Tracy, is here. The uh, cohort of mine in Graybeat, I guess, if you will. The I would call her the co-member. <laughs> um yeah she is is such an important force really behind all the music that I make and really everything I do in terms of gray beat and um yeah building the community and um she is definitely a, you know sort of a silent partner although she does sing backup vocals on a couple tracks and don't tell her but uh you know we might have her have to sing some lead vocals at some point too Oh yeah so. there you go so, yeah, we, we might turn on the microphone later and make her talk, too, but we haven't decided that yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she wants to, so we'll see if we're going <laughs> to we'll make her do that. So you've been on the show a couple of times, but this is the first time you've been in studio. This is the first time I've been in studio, and the first couple of times, of course, we couldn't be in the studio together. No. It was a long time. It seems like a long time ago, it, but it, it wasn't really. Wasn't it? It, it has to be. It, it, it was, yeah, it was long. Wow. <laughs> it's funny how the mind like works. Elemental Rhapsody was just coming out, I think, the last time. Ah, that's true. That, so that really was like two years ago. Yeah. Uh, which in some ways is hard to believe. Um, in other ways, you know, I guess uh, it seems about right that, you know, I, I've, a lot has happened since then. Um, just with gray beat and, um, you know, my life, but yeah, I mean, definitely, um, thankful that we're kind of out of that and we can be here and I listen every morning anyway. So that's right. Now you called in, uh, what, a couple months ago you called in and we did an <laughs> impromptu 20 minute gray beat interview. That was when I think paper shoes was just about to come uh, out. That sounds about right. Yep. So. <clears throat> yep. I remember staring out of my bedroom window and <laughs> were you practicing the weather? Report? I think I was, I yeah. must be. Yeah. It's just a natural kind of position to be in when you're on the show. Right. Yeah. Cause you're, you're going to be doing the weather later. I know everyone yep. is like waiting. They're on pins and needles waiting for you to deliver that weather report. Yeah, it's the one thing that kept me up a little bit last night, to be honest. 
<laughs> You'll do just fine. There's no pressure on you at all. Um, let's tell, tell people that they can download the WFNU app. It's free in the App Store and the Google Play Store. You can listen to us all around the world, anywhere you have an Internet connection on any mobile device or your tablets, anything you got. Um, you can listen to shows on demand. You can listen to this one on demand if you miss anything. Uh, if you're uh, about this show, if you're like, what did what did Gray Beat just say about that song? You can go back and listen to it. You can also catch us on podcast as well. Uh, we are available uh, wherever fine podcasts are found. We are a fine podcast. So Absolutely you can check worldwide. That out. That's right. We're big in Peru. So... But you probably already know that because we talk about that all every chance we get. Yeah, I was thinking about now is brushing my teeth. Were you ever yeah. like, oh man, what, I hope the people in Peru really enjoy me. I, you know, to tell you the truth, it it seemed less believable this morning when I thought about it because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really, Peru? I don't know. Yeah, huge, huge there. I don't know why. It's it's probably uh, it's probably because I have a new co-host. So <laughs> I you know I didn't I didn't chart anywhere until bridge joint and then it was like boom we're in Peru. have you crunched the data to see no i never crunched the data no No, it's weird because uh some of these the algorithms and apps you know i mean you know with your you get the numbers for on the musician side of things in some of these apps like spotify owns anchor which is who i release it to and then they do all the work and put it everywhere else for me Um, but spotify gives me like bits and pieces and Mm -hmm. it the the chart that we hit was on apple podcasts and oh. Spotify won't give you, they'll just tell you you're on Apple Podcasts, but they won't give you the data. And because I'm not uploading straight to Apple Podcasts, I don't get the data oh, from wild. Apple Podcasts. So I don't actually get to see which cities or which parts of Peru are the ones that are listening. Right. So, but. You don't know where to throw up the billboards. No, I don't. So it, it gets um, kind of tough that way. It's true, true. <laughs> don't um, know where to concentrate my marketing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great people in Peru, actually. Yeah. Um, having been there myself one time. Oh, nice. Um, nothing but good things to say, for sure. Nice. Now, you have a new song that you just released yesterday. Uh, it's called Realms of Passion. Uh, we're going to talk about that, and we're also going to play that today with a couple of your other songs. Um, but tell us a little bit about Realms of Passion. What uh, what led you? I know you, you release songs, like, one at a time, but there's always, like, a lot that goes into each song. So I know this one's got to have a good story to it. It does have a good story to it, and I did start releasing my songs one at a time, um, so I kind of changed gears from a couple of years ago, which we referenced here recently. So, yeah, I um, started this song really, it started more as, I almost, I would say, sort of a private commission. Um, I started offering custom songs just for anyone out there who... A, maybe has someone special in their life. B, is going through something in their life. Um, or really anything else, you know, any other reason that you might want. Maybe uh, a wedding, anniversary, um, that sort of thing. That's the intention behind it. And uh, one of my fans, um, we'll just call him Nick, um, he found me, I don't know, around, I must have been around this past winter and. Um, yeah, he, he knew that I was offering that and went ahead and, and filled out the application. And the idea was really cool because he wanted to express love for his partner. And, um, we talked about, you know, the feelings that 
you know, he wanted his partner to feel. And then we also talked about what kind of music that he likes, what kind of music his partner likes. And then I had him send me a SoundCloud playlist with some songs that, you know, would fit the idea that he had in mind. Sure. And, you know, I don't know that he is necessarily musically inclined as a musician, but, you know, I, I did find out he is somewhat of a graphic artist and so forth. And so I had this great vision nonetheless, and uh, I followed it, um, sent him a bunch of versions of the song, and, you know, worked through the vibe that he was going for. And I think, you know, I think I did a good job, and he was really happy with it. And kind of some months passed, and, you know, he hadn't found the right time yet to present this song. Um, And it turned out their anniversary was coming up this summer. And I also was going through my catalog of unfinished material. And really, this was basically a finished song this at this time, in early summer, late spring. And yeah, I went ahead and um, listened to it again. I thought, you know, I should just release this under gray beat because, you know, A, I can, and, you know, B, um, I think it's a good song. It fits what I'm trying to do, and it, um, it would be a good addition to the catalog. And so I decided to do that. I, I got some feedback from some of my mentors on it and, and made some final um, sonic edits to it, so, you know, added some more bass and things and tried to get all the levels right and sounded awesome, and I think it came through. Yeah, I think it sounds great. Um, I got to hear it a little early, so... Um, and you used one of my paintings as part of the cover art, which so, was really awesome. Yeah. I never thought that was going to happen. I always joke around. I'll take a picture and I'll put it on Twitter. And I'll say, whoever wants this to use for album art, go ahead. And, you know, but, <laughs> right. And then you sent me a message just, you know, kind of out of the blue, like, hey, that painting you did. Yeah, I want to talk about that because, um, you know, I've been following your uh, what you've been doing with Mike's paints and, you know, everything else that you do, obviously, and uh, WFNU and um yeah i always thought that was a cool thing you make the cribbage board so you've been doing a lot more of that lately and then yeah. i saw you had gone back and done this painting i think you did it more recently or you had it in your yeah no it was yeah it was like yeah a lot of resin and i couldn't yep. pour any boards and i was like you know i gotta pour something <laughs> i gotta get it out of the system <laughs> and i already had in mind a vision of what i wanted to cover art to kind of look like i knew it would be sort of an abstract thing i thought it would be a little more muted in the color palette but in making it um you know of course the first thing i did was i think i messaged you and i was like take a picture yeah and you did right away and you didn't ask for anything return or anything you know and uh you got me a perfect photo that i could then bring into digital format and start making some cool edits too and then i talked again with grayley and nick uh behind the song here and um he actually gave me a bunch of ideas that we talked about having a sunrise on there and um, he even had me do this sort of final color gradient thing that you can't even tell is on there. It's sort of like a idea that I wouldn't have ever thought of because I'm not a graphic designer by trade. Right. Um, and yeah, it just kind of popped. And finally it was like, okay, there's nothing that we don't like about the cover art. Well, let's, let's go with it. And it really is probably, it's definitely one of my favorite pieces of cover art. It really shines, you know, um, uh, Right. Even among some of the other 
awesome artist. So I'm really excited about the song, but I'm also excited about the cover art. <laughs> um, a lot of times, too, the first thing we see, uh, well, obviously, uh, see about the song is the cover art. And, you know, before we hear the song, uh, basically, you know, we might might skip past it if the cover art doesn't catch our eye. Right, yeah. That's what it, uh, I never would have thought, you know, putting that, that sunset with it, it makes it look really cool and then when i say hey one of my paintings is part of the cover art and you're like oh that's cool how'd you get the sun that's that sunset's not me you might <laughs> just <laughs> it's the blue the blues and the blacks and the grays and the whites that's me <laughs> you might not be able to tell but um uh the jupiter the storm on jupiter was an influence on the uh, concept of the cover art um it just so happened that i had put some uh pictures of jupiter in my folder to help me give like reference for what i wanted to make for the cover art before i started mm-hmm. and uh, then it dawned on me after I saw what you had done. I was like, well, the eye of Jupiter would fit like perfectly. And then I had the sunrise idea. So we right. turned that into the sunrise. Yeah, looks awesome. So thanks for uh, letting me be part of it. It's really cool. My pleasure. So. Um, yeah, thanks for being open to it. You know, it's such a cool thing when, um, you know, we can just on the spur of the moment uh, make things happen like that. It's, right. It's, yeah, I, I didn't, I feel like I hardly... I worked on that cover art, but I feel like I hardly had to do much because it just came together so well. Right. Well, you did the the music part of it, so that's like... That that was a little more work. That was more work, yeah. (laughs) More than just like say, hey, that's a cool picture. Let's do that. (laughs) Imagine if making music was that easy, you know? Oh boy! I think I feel like to some extent, yeah. I we, I need to have a talk with some folks. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there are some misconceptions out there right. about how we make the music. Yeah. All right, the time is now 9.59. You're listening to WFNULP 94.1 FM St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio. This is the 9.45 show. I am Mike Rez. My guest is Graybeat sitting in studio. Now, we talked about Elemental Rhapsody. That was two years ago. That was your second full-length CD. Yeah. Um, and then we, you've released six singles since then. Uh, I went back and counted. Um, and, uh, I was wondering, are you still following your original music plan that you had a few years ago mm-hmm. or how has that changed? And if it has changed, what is it looking like now? Yeah, it's pretty wild. I am actually still following it in, and really it's funny, you know, I have, I definitely have grand ambitions, right? Like I think it's a good idea if you're really passionate about something to mm-hmm. come up with a plan. We talked about that and. You know, I was thinking more along the lines of like 10 years what I want to build, you know, and um, it's it's happening. Um, in fact, you know, it, you're living a dream when, <laughs> if you will, you know, when, <laughs> when you can think about things in the long term like that. And, and the funny thing is you get so wrapped up in the details and the granular things when you're plotting your course. Um, you know, sometimes it's not till you look back and realize, oh yeah, back when I had this idea, you know, it seemed like such a, you know, pie in the sky thing or something. And um, but now, you know, I've actually gone and done that. It was, it was you know, it's just a lot of determination and and you know, constant. Um, you know, it's a fight, but not a violent one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, and yeah, I still, so when I sometimes, um, introspect, if you will, um, 
it is, I still have grander ambitions and some of those things seem like so outrageous, but then I, now that I've gone part of the way towards it, I realize like it's not any greater of an ambition than I have previously that I've already kind of created. Like, um, you know, it's, it, I can't, um, sell myself short if you will, you know, I, I've already done things I didn't think, well, that I wanted to do that seem outrageous. So, um, you know, there's no reason that I can't, you know, whatever it is, you know, um, have, uh, Beyonce give me a call or, you know I don't know maybe I need to change that up but right. you know Grimes or something you know but right. um what if Beyonce know? did call it was like we need to collaborate I, I'd be down I, you, I, you yeah. send me something I'll, you haven't released yet and then I'll work some magic you know, and think, come up with the cool dance I think she's open to working yeah. with different people yeah. so yeah. if she'd be open to working with Grey Beat um, <laughs> I would be more than happy to pour a little of the Grey Beat special sauce in the mix you know like, there you go um, that's what it's all about. And I have been working with other musicians more lately, too. So I kind of know a little more about that whole world, which is yeah. different. Are they in the same genre? I use air quotes. Nobody can see Yeah, that, Yeah, I would say. I would say that we are, um, you know, so that works well. We also, uh, I, I'm working with someone who uh, has a uh, galactic space theme, which That fits you just perfectly. Fits well. So. Uh, your first two albums were kind of following the story of uh, 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 Graylian, yeah. um, and uh, tell us a little bit about that. I know we talked about it on the previous appearances you've been on, but for new listeners that haven't heard uh, what yeah. that storyline is, um, because you you do have a Facebook group uh, called the Graylians. Correct. Um, so tell us how all of that ties in. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, if you're if you're new to the the, the universe, the Grey Beat universe, uh, I think it's important to understand that, like, when I was first making instrumental music, I thought it would be cool to tie in uh, lore to, you know, the, the albums and the songs I was creating. So that's what I did, and I, I made uh, up a story about a space alien from the planet Azul named Graylian, um, you know, uh, any resemblance to me or any other people out there uh, is purely coincidental. And <laughs> got to get that out there. Yeah. Exactly. Your Always lawyers are to. happy, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Where's that disclaimer? Right. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so you know, Graylian left Zool with no particular destination. Just wanted to get away and ended up getting sucked into a wormhole, getting uh, found in. Uh, out by Saturn here by uh, in the future by inhabitants of Earth and uh, then us humans take in Graylian as one of our own we have a celebration um, and that's the end actually of the Whalestrom EP um, and then I continue the story in Elemental Rhapsody um, and you know it, it gets a little darker because um, it has a good ending, though. <laughs> Humanity doesn't survive, okay? Right. Um, but Graylian does, because Graylian's basically immortal, and the lifespan on, on Graylian's much higher than we could ever imagine. So uh, Graylian's out there alone on Earth and finds a station not 
much different than the one we're in today inside of a cave that had formed from volcanic eruptions, by the way, because it was a water world for a while. Sure. This guy's a survivor. <laughs> um, <laughs> like the bare grills of aliens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We'll have to get into an episodic thing here, but no. <laughs> so if, if you follow the story in Elemental Rhapsody um, and you get to the end, that's, that's where you find in Emerald Topaz the cave and then in rocks, um, you know, Graylian is able to figure out how to, to make the uh, intergalactic broadcast beacon, uh, this mystical thing, um, work and ends up actually getting the broadcast back to it's family back on Zool, and then what happens is basically Earth gets inhabited again, but it's just by space aliens, and it's cool. Nice. Now, you're, I like about your music, and especially now that you're like releasing one song at a time, you put a lot of thought into the art that goes with that. Mm. Um, and uh, it's just, to me, that's what brings a lot of people into that and i know you're working on a lot of like the visuals and your video streams that you do online as well um and your dad has done some of your art as well what's mm-hmm. up michael yeah so, i know he's listening he said he was so what's up nice so <laughs> um hey, dad. so tell us wh- how important is the art piece on it mm-hmm. um and do you have a thought of what kind of art you want to go with it before you write the song? Does it come in the middle of writing the song, or do you think about that afterwards? I think about it afterward usually, yeah, almost always. And in some cases, like Elemental Rhapsody, I actually had the artwork. I think that's the only case. I had the artwork, excuse me, in mind um, before I started the first song. I was like, I'm going to do an album called Elemental Rhapsody. It's going to be about Earth. I don't know what the songs are yet, but I want the cover art to look kind of like this. So I drew a sketch for my dad, (laughs) and he's going to laugh because um, the final cover art actually doesn't look like that. (laughs) It was a process, right? Oh, definitely, and uh, it looks way better, actually. So, And I'm sure if you saw the cover art, you'd agree. It's an amazing piece (laughs) of art just on its own, and he really, like, poured his heart and his soul into it, too. Um, Like, it was... uh, special project, you know, and, and he made it that way. But yeah, um, you know, I think I probably underestimate the importance of the visual art in Grey Beat, um, just by virtue of me being my father's son. I mean, I grew up where, you know, he's just constantly making visual art, you know, for all kinds of different purposes too. Um, you know, commercial art, you know, he had a lot of fine art and, um, you know, people would approach him about all manner of different types of projects and cartoon maps and all kinds of stuff. So, but, you know, a lot of what he does actually is build uh, signs and work with wood. And, and so it's all very amazing. But, you know, I, I was just taking it for granted, probably, you know, right. most of my life. I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah, it's cool to create. That's what and, kids do with yeah. their parents. Yeah. Exactly. Until, until you get older and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Right. It's actually pretty cool. I'm still <laughs> waiting for that to happen in my life. But, you know. <laughs> someday. Someday. Right. Yep. Got that yep. to look forward just to. Just become a you know, world-renowned artist and, Right, you'll have it right. set now, but uh, but yeah. So so really, you know, it is it is can be sort of an afterthought, and it should be because I really like audio and I really like music, and that's what it's all about for me. But I'm just fortunate to sort of have this inherent subliminal visual background, you know, mm-hmm. um, where you know I don't know all the things you learn in school, uh, but 
I can conceive of things and come up with ideas and they just flow out of me um, anyway. You know, it's just that part. I think I'm not hung up on that part just because by virtue of my background. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now you have added vocals to your music, um, which uh, you hadn't been doing before, but now you've, I don't know how many songs you've got vocals in now, but you've got quite a few. Yeah, technically four, because Levitron does have me on there. Right. <laughs> which we're going to be playing a little later on, so stick around for that. Um, so how has that changed your music creating style? Uh, has it affected any oh, yeah. part of the writing part? Um, yeah, it's affected it quite a bit because, um, and it's an evolution, um, and it, it's an intended evolution, really. Um, as I learn how, you know, better ways to make music, I'll certainly incorporate those, but it flowed well with kind of some uh, processes and kind of um, what you call like logic to making music, sort of a linear logic, if you will, start to finish, which I was always, I didn't have a good grasp on like linear start to finish when I'm making music usually. So um, I, at the same time, I, I kind of learned some things from some mentors about how I could go about creating any song without getting in the way of that creativity so mm -hmm. that I could create better music essentially and um, I had always planned on wanting to do vocals too so it was planned in that way I just knew that vocals was a difficult nut to crack and I was gonna wait so um, once I was ready you know I started producing vocals but um, what happens is that I tend to start with a melody now um, in mind okay um, and I really like to produce that way now and granted I haven't even really produced that many songs that I've gone about in that exact way just because there's so many different ways to produce music I have a lot of unfinished material that I didn't start that way and so forth like Levitron was even one of those baby blue uh, even yeah so but paper shoes really I think was the first song I I wrote in that exact format and it was as I was learning that format. And so I did start with the melody. I would start with uh, gibberish. Um, la, 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 la. You know, I'll put that into a right. voice memo. I'll record some scratch vocals. Um, whatever melody I have in my head. And then I'll try to make notes as to any other parts that I hear in my head. And make voice memos of those. If I can, um, you know, if I'm fortunate enough to get down to the some MIDI on the computer quick and fire that up or something. Maybe right. I can try to get it down before it leaves my uh, cranium. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's kind of how I like to start is, is coming up with just a real, um, uh, abstract melody. And then I'll fill in the words and the meanings as I kind of get more, um, you know, intimate with, the feelings behind that melody right yeah when does the inspiration hit you is there like a certain time of day that's better than others or is it just like every other artist that it's 3 a.m you get woken up and you have to record something in your voice <laughs> memos before <laughs> you forget it <laughs> yeah I, i'm not one that um i have never been a producer that works late hours um i know that people do that but i think what i've done is set up a situation where like when I'm at my production computer, which for the most part hasn't been taken over by too many other things. There's some other things I do on that machine certainly, but for the most part when I'm sitting at that computer, like that's my happy place, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can make music there. And 
And so I find that my biggest barrier um, isn't like inspiration hitting me, which is fortunate, certainly. I, you know, hopefully knock on wood, that doesn't ever end, right? But right. Um, it's just starting. It's like I, I have so many other things going on right now. Do I really have time to sit here for five hours and just get going on, on a song? Because it does take sort of a, a certain amount of a time to really start to warm up and get inspired and get creative. Um, and so I don't wait for anything. You know what I mean? I think, in fact, I'll probably talk about this uh, next weekend, but, you know, you don't you don't want to wait for that spark because um, you know the only way to get better is just by doing and you know if you if you sit down and make something poor that day um, you know more often than not you still learn something and, and you're making right. progress so yeah that's 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 how I go about it I get into that happy zone and and it just yeah and you just put that in the vault and wait. See if you can pull it back out and work on it a little bit more. Yeah. 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 They're like the Disney vault, right? There's a Graylian vault. I'm having a, uh, <laughs> I'm, I think me and my vault are having a, uh, an existential dispute, but no, oh, I, no. it's like, do I work on the vault now? <laughs> no, I want to do something fresh and new. Right. Yeah. Start you can, with the melody. You can also do it like, you're like, this is the last time you can get paper shoes before it's put away for 50 oh, years. Oh, wow. And you can do that like they used to do with, like, Bambi and stuff, you know, it's like the old commercials. It's like, if you don't get it now, we're not taking it out for a little while. Yeah, there you go. The carbonite's <laughs> coming out. That's right. Uh, it's 10.15. You're listening to Frogtown Community Radio. This is the 945 show. Uh, Graybeat is our in-studio guest. Mike Rez is here with you. Uh, tell us about your website. Where can people find you online? Yeah, so... Um my name, of course, is, artist name is Graybeat, so you would probably want to type that in somewhere uh, to a machine. Um, hopefully it's on. and <laughs> Important. And then, yep. And, it, and I'll give you the spelling, because this is important. Gray is spelled with an A. <laughs> okay. So, and what I mean by that is it's G-R-A-Y. Okay. So gray, that's the gray part of beat. Uh, of gray beat and then there's the beat so b-e-a-t so g-r-a-y b-e-a-t but another kicker is it's all one word so if you put a space in there you might end up finding a nice pair of dr dre's gray color beat <laughs> headphones which are great <laughs> another way to find it is if you do type in music if you're not sure if you're like right. i don't know this is should there be a space? Is it with an E? Are there three E's or two or five? Uh, just put music after that and it'll probably show up. Right. So, yeah. Only one T. I mean, Only got, one T. Yeah. yeah. Make sure people don't spell it yeah. with more than and, one and T. And there should be because we got Tracia here. So right. <laughs> T is for Tracia, actually. She doesn't know that. There you go. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, if you go to graybeat.com, that'll have most of my links. I did manage to update it. I, I've been fighting with my uh technology um it's but, a lot of clashes in your uh, life right now you got the vault you're dealing with you right. got your the technology you're fighting with right yeah anything mm. to kind of like i don't know sensationalize the drama is what i'm going right for. yeah that's that's absolutely what you should do definitely yep. yeah yeah yep. gets people more interested definitely definitely <laughs> yeah we got to get uh got to get that blue check mark next to your name so people know that it's you i think so 
I think so. I, you know, I that was the one thing that that Elon idea that I was like, okay, that'll be good. <laughs> yeah, we gotta. You gotta prove the. It's weird. You gotta prove to like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram who you are, who you are, because there's so many people out there that try to fake it out. But even like on the Instagram, if you want to get verified, you like have to send them a picture of your driver's license. Sure. And I've tried it twice, and they're like, yeah, no, we're not verified. It's like, what? How are you not verifying me? It's like, I just sent you a picture of my driver's license. But Isn't it's, that weird? Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg's probably like, thank you for that information. Right, so, right. Well, you know, they, they don't know everything right. yeah. about you. Well, they probably do. Yeah. They, just have, they don't want to have to bother looking. <laughs> yeah, they're like, look at these, this guy. We tricked him. <laughs> yeah, uh, look at this. He that got was a, easy. A D in Spanish. Yeah. In Eleventh grade. Wow, you do know more about me than I thought. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a C. I think it was a C. Oh, you got to go. so. upgrade. Good, good going. Yeah, C's get degrees, Robin. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to go through life, right there. <laughs> I like it. Glad I never heard that before. Right. <laughs> <from the school. laughs> so, uh, tell us when you're streaming online. Where can we find you? Which website slash apps can we see you on? I know the other yeah. day you were on. I think you're on every app available that just that about. streams right when just you did about. the realms of passion release yeah just about I, i've paired my live stream you know and i do the performance which i'm not doing every week anymore um but i i was really happy to do this release party and there were so many people there it was so awesome because i haven't done i hadn't done one in like three months and um you know it's on twitch it's on youtube um, and it's also on Facebook. Um, it's fun with the chat on mostly on Twitch or YouTube because you can actually talk to each other. So if someone's on YouTube, they can talk to the folks on Twitch and vice versa. And that's oh, a lot okay. of fun. Um, you know, so you, yeah, Facebook puts up that wall. Yeah, you <laughs> can remain agnostic. You know, right. YouTube or <laughs> Twitch. Um, you know, you can have both up if you want. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, when I announce those, I'll go on um, Bands in Town app and, like, Songkick and announce that. Usually try to let everyone know, put a Facebook event out. But, you know, other than that, really what I've done is sort of consolidate my presence online and made it more intimate. Um, so I've kind of put a lot of myself behind a wall now. And that wall requires you to enter your email address in order to enter and that's all right <laughs> right and you know um but there's a lot of benefits that go along with that and if you go to go.graybeats.com that's actually how you get this stuff once you do that you'll get some behind the uh, scenes content where i talk even more in depth than maybe this interview but what i do you will get entry into my online community and then you're going to get like updated on what I'm doing next, wherever that is, you know, I'm making NFTs on OpenSea and, you know, you name it, uh, I probably thought about uh, being on that app, <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, I really tried to consolidate sort of the experience for fans uh, through this Graylian group and, um, yeah, I, I, and then from there, you know, then then I offer Zoom meetings every month for my inner circle. We talk. I, I you know, I get to know me better, um, which is fun because during the live performances, which are great, we get to chat. But um, you know, on it's a little asymmetric, right? Like, if you want to talk to me, you have to put it in the chat. 
you know, and then I can talk back to you just like I'm talking to you now. But in the Zoom meetings, we can just have a discussion, um, which is really cool. And then I'm getting feedback from Graylians uh, on those meetings as well about what to do next with gravy. Because um, there's no reason, you know, sitting around trying to guess what people want. Right. Right. Like, might as well ask them. Might as well ask them, you know. And, and if it's something I don't want to do, I don't have to do it. But, right. you know, these people are awesome that follow me, support me. Shout out to the Graylians. And, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's what I would say is, is, you know, the Graylians is where I try to be mostly online. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you do a welcome every week to the new members. Yeah. Yeah. Or try to do it every week. Uh, Yeah. It depends. You know, it, 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 sometimes it, the new members trickle in a little slower or sometimes they come in groups. So, uh, yeah, I I think about once a month I'll go on and we'll do a a little behind the scenes, uh, live stream just for the group, which is fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get to see your background without the visuals behind you, so yeah. you could see the room that you're actually doing all that stuff. Isn't that in. crazy? I'm not yeah. actually out in space. Right. <laughs> now, you're going to be at the Finder Stage event 2022 next weekend. Um, I will be there. You will be there. There will be a whole host of other... Yeah. They, they call them industry professionals, which is a weird title for me to be like, hey, I'm part of the industry. So, um, but... Tell us a little bit about what you're doing and when are you going to be on or when your panel is. Uh, um, and, yeah, just, the I guess, the 411 yeah. of what you know. Yeah, you're, you're more than part of the industry, Mike. Um, so a couple of things. Um, there's two parts to the conference. The first part is really the informational part. The mind meld is what term I've uh, coined, I think, I don't know if it's the official uh, terminology we're using for the conference, but really it's a gathering of the minds and it's a great uh, concept and something I really think that is going to benefit the uh, greater Twin Cities area as a whole because, um, you know, it, bringing us closer together, sharing information I found is like so crucial to furthering your career and just... Um, you know, there's no reason to, to hold that back. If you know something, share it, make the community better. So that's what we're doing, and we're getting some of the best minds, I think, together to do that. Um, and then in the evening on Saturday night, there's the showcase, which is a concert, and it's mm-hmm. open to the public as well. Um, one thing I want to mention is there's going to be Turn, 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 Samantha Grimes, and the 53s, and None Above which was featured on America's Got Talent. So that is going to be the concert on Saturday night. I um, definitely implore anyone who's uh, into music here that can make it. Uh, it's not tonight, but a week from tonight. Um, and certainly if you're involved in the industry, um, you want to attend the conference too. But uh, if you are interested, I wanted to mention something here uh, that will give you 35% off of the concert and the conference. What? I'm serious. <laughs> um, and that is the promo code radio. Radio. R-A-D-I-O. Awesome. So if you uh, go and you haven't gotten your tickets yet, I implore you to enter that radio uh, keyword into your uh, checkout, and you'll get 35% off, which is a great deal, uh, obviously. But, um, you know, even if you uh, aren't... Um, like a big fan of radio you could still enter you could still enter the who's code. not a fan of radio <laughs> you know my goodness <laughs> 
Yeah. Right. So yeah, come and see us. Uh, Robin will be there. I'll be there. A whole host of others. And Krista Wax from KFAI will be there. Some radio yeah. studio people. I mean, record producers. Rob Morgan, um, who's a touring bassist and music director for All City. Um, that'll be Saturday afternoon in the panel. I'll be speaking about technology. I'll be getting philosophical oh. about technology. I think we even talked a little bit about how much you hate technology earlier. Yep. So we're going to talk about that in depth because there is a lot of... clash at... Yeah, there's a lot of fine details to sift through in terms of like how we uh, integrate technology, how we interact with technology now and into the future and how we have in the past. And so I want to get into that. Um, My uh, supervisor, um, Spencer, he uh, is um, the lead developer at an app where I'm working now part time and it's called Modern Musician. And so he's going to be talking about the Modern Musician app and how to essentially leverage technology to not kind of create a wall between you and your fans, but really actually bring in your fans, maybe for the first time. Sure. You know, so uh, we're going to get into a lot of really crucial, crucial information. This um, uh, thing that Spencer's talking about be so important and um rob and then ian allison uh bass player uh you know they're just going to talk about their experiences with uh growing their fan bases being authentic um and yeah so you know i don't want to give away all the details obviously but um yeah you have to show up to get all the details yeah and and they're gonna have videos and stuff like you can this is gonna be on material that you can download later if you get the um i think just like the vip ticket or whatever so um i'll i'll it'll be very important uh conference and important for uh, us to come closer together but also really i think excel as a force in the music industry you know geographically even yeah, exactly. I mean, it's Minneapolis-St. Paul. I mean, come on. We kind of have like a, I think we're on like a high pedestal, like with the Memphises and the L.A.s and the New Yorks. I mean, we produce really awesome music that gets heard everywhere. So. I, it's true. It's true. And, um, yeah, and, it, you know, we're only going to benefit by sharing the knowledge, getting closer together, um, and learning about you know, really what's out there in terms of growing your business, but getting closer to fans is how you're going to grow your business. And we're going right. to, um, and that's a wonderful feeling. Um, I'll just, as an aside with the Graylians, this is how I formed the Graylians. Okay. So you're going to learn that. And, um, without the Graylians, honestly, I feel like some mornings I probably wake up and I'd see, you know, I have a number attached to me on Instagram. I have a number attached to me on Facebook, I have a number on Twitter, you know, but those numbers, you know, actually, spoiler alert, don't really matter for your career as much as you might think, right? Right. It's about one person at a time and and making real lasting connections with people and growing um, your influence. Right. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right, well, let's listen to some music, shall we? So, oh, okay. <laughs> so we got Realms of Passion, which will be, this will be the, uh, it's not the, wor- I like to do the worldwide radio debuts, but 
I think this one was already played once, so we can't <laughs> say that. It's the WFNU LP 94.1 FM debut of Realms of Passion. Yeah, shout out to CRZ. <laughs> and then uh, we're going to listen to uh, Levitron, and then we have Paper Shoes uh, right after that. So you are listening to the 945 show on Frogtown Community Radio. Here is the new Grey Beat song, Realms of Passion.
All right, that was Paper Shoes by my in-studio guest, Graybeat. Before that, we heard Levitron. And before that, we heard the new song, Realms of Passion. Really good music. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. So, But uh, we are at the very important part of the show, and I hope I, I know this is what's kept you up. Mm. Uh, uh, and uh, this is probably, you probably practiced all week. Probably since I booked you on the show, I think you're it's probably, something that keeps a lot of Minnesotans up. I think you're right. It is now time for the WFNULP Out the Window Weather Report. And the pressure is only on more because of that little sounder. So go ahead, All Robin, right. look out the window and take it away. You know, the future is bright. Um, I don't even need shades. <laughs> It's a great day to create something new. It's a great day to reconnect with someone from your past. It's a great day to connect with those close to you. And it's kind of gray. <laughs> so I think that's an omen. It's a good sign because gray is a color that uh, is very important in my life lately. This is what I did for you. I made sure it was gray when Gray Beat was in studio. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it means it's it's somewhere in the middle. It's not black or white, right? That's right. And uh, there might even be some weird nuanced textures way up there in the horizon. Um, we can't quite see. Oh, I see a little bit of a hue that is not gray. Um, and that hue is actually a... Uh, grayish blue well there you go um and it's it's forming um in a little circular pattern it almost looks like maybe um some sort of uh version of the realms of passion cover art being made in the clouds look at that i did that for you as well yeah and now it almost looks even like it's starting to rain over there so um i don't know it's turbulent make make the most out of it <laughs> um you know today when you can i i there's an empty parking lot and i see some people getting ready to run they're wearing bright colors which is important for safety and they're stretching their calves that's good too you don't um, want to pull so, anything yeah so if you haven't done that yet today and you want to go for it it looks like it's safe the the coast is clear for a little run right they got their safety yellow on very very so. happy to see that. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the weather here. Tomorrow, Sunday, we have a high of 71, Robin. Wow. Uh, our low will be 50. Earlier it said 49, and I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to say that on the air, but it looks like they bumped it up to 50 <laughs> for tomorrow. So. Oh, my. It's getting down there. But it is football season, so let's go. I feel you. Yeah. Uh, Monday, we're at 75 degrees. Tuesday, a high of 81. Both days will be really sunny, including tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and into Saturday, we're going to be fighting the clouds and the sun. But highs will be around 80, so we're going to get warmed up right away again. Uh, Right now, the humidity is at 84%. Um, but the visibility is really good. It is 62 degrees in Frogtown, so get out there and enjoy uh, the weather, even though it is kind of gray. There is something, as Robin said, to find good to do. So uh, do you guys do a lot of uh, lawn work on Saturdays? (laughs) Yeah, we don't have a lawn, um, which has its benefits. 
And, uh, oh, yeah, I see we might have bridge. But, yeah, it, it has its benefits. Um, but lawns are, are really nice to have. It's just that you have to mow them. Right. And so, uh, so no. Um, no, yeah, but usually we get that time to ourselves, you know. We can uh, get some coffee and nice. I might start making some tunes. And There you go. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Bridge Sky might be joining. Bridge, are you there? I am here. Hey, there you are. How you doing? Good. I'm sorry. I had a, uh, an important house function uh, <laughs> that I couldn't get away from. Um, but I had a question. I am a Great Beat fan, and I did get to attend the awesome listening event last night. Yay. That's so and cool. That was fantastic. I actually, it's funny because the meditate song. I was in the bathtub, so it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you were levitating along with the rest of us. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I actually, I had a question for uh, Gravy Robin's wife, if it's possible. Well, question for Tracy. Yeah, shoot. I'll uh, I'll relay the message. If I don't know if she can hear it. So okay, I want to ask her when you're in um, your creative mode. I know for me. When I'm creating something, I kind of turn into, well, another personalities come out sometimes. <laughs> and uh, so my question is, I was wondering, when you're in that mode and you're creating, does your mood change? Does the <laughs> other person you have to escape for a while? Or that's, that's a great how question. How handle that? <laughs> that's a great question. I suspect I know the answer from being around myself enough. Like, it takes a long time for me to realize what my mood is, right? It's like I'm a, just big dumb oaf sometimes. But no. Um, the question, Tracia, is when I'm making music, and, and she comes from a place of having, you know, being into creating things and, and um, you know, having it change her mood, maybe. How does it change my mood when I'm creating music? The inquiring minds want to know about our domestic <laughs> um, <laughs> dynamics, if you will, because they are quite remarkable. I think they are. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, how does it change your mood? Well, you get very focused. I get very focused. You're very, yeah. you're, you're really, um, you know, in tune. <laughs> That's true. With um, every, you know, all the aspects that are in front of you. Um, you um, are, I, yeah, you're just very focused. <laughs> So he's a checked out monster is what you're yeah, saying. It's funny. Out, say, it's so funny. You know, yeah. I have to kind of, you know, know when to interrupt. I have right, to pick my right. moments yeah. at the right time to make sure not to interrupt the creative yeah. flow, which I feel like we've, you know, we've gotten to a good point where we can yeah. kind of figure out when that might be. <laughs> you know, she is like super like diplomatic about it, right? Like. Um, cause I don't realize how focused I am and I am, you know, until I snap out of it. Um, you know, cause like she'll walk by me 10 times. I have no clue. Like it's not even a big space. It's like, how did she, how did she get over there? Um, you know, and then, and then I see it in her eyes when she knows she has to interrupt me and she's so polite about it. She makes eye contact. <laughs> and I can see it in her face. She's like, she's telling me, like, I know you're really busy. And then I see that and I'm like, oh, it must be something more important than, you know, 
normal, right? Right. Like, otherwise, she would wait, probably, and, uh, you know, tell me later. So, you know, because I might have headphones on, too, and listening to music and mixing or something or producing. And, uh, yeah, and that, that's, it's, it's really amazing how well she handles that intense focus. Um, you know, and it's not like, hopefully, I, you know, I'm like, ah. <laughs> what are you interrupting me for? I was just in Paco Bell's cannon. Right. Uh, I was trying to mix it for the tenth time. And, um, I don't. I hope it's not like that. I don't think it is. But she's she's like a big part of what I do, and she supports it to that level where it's like she doesn't want to mess with the magic. And, uh, it's important not to do that. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I don't know. I'm just being me. But right. All right. So next time, what you do, write a note on a piece of paper make a paper airplane and throw it at his head <laughs> see if you can get it like wedged in between like the the headphones and his head that's a good that would be a good skill for her to develop actually get some confidence right yeah you don't want to do that yeah don't don't poke any eyes out. <laughs> right right yeah that's the thing that would happen to the one-eyed gravy oh, no more paper airplanes <laughs> You can make a new song called Paper Airplane. Yeah, I, I yeah, M.I.A. and I, you know, yeah. and The Clash. And right. Tracia, she'll sure. sing it. Right, there you go. Yeah, that's how she gets the lead vocals on the song. The main symbol in the music video. Right. <laughs> Speaking of music videos, are you, are you going to be, like, doing, like, the traditional music videos where you're on screen, or is it going to be music, are you going to stick strictly to, like, your visuals and, and, and that part of it? I'm going to be perfectly honest. Um, I would love to do a music video. And I wanted to do a music video for probably a year and a half. Like, I thought, like, so I, I did a music video, quote, unquote, for rocks. But it's it's not what you consider, like, a traditional music video. Like, I basically edited, like, crazy, all kinds of crazy footage, like, stock footage that I found and I put together. It was this crazy piece of art but it was made out of all stuff that's you know i purchased from like a stock library you know so mm -hmm. i went way beyond a stock <laughs> video right but like um that was an affordable way for me to do that video a couple of years ago and honestly there are a lot of business decisions that need to be made and music videos so far just haven't made the cut because Number one, I haven't come up with a good concept. Maybe that's the first thing. Um, but really, like, it requires, I'd have to hire a videographer. Like, I want to do it up if I do it. Right. And I want to hire someone to produce it. Um, and, you know, I want it to be a collaborative effort to some extent because it's a little bit out of my uh, wheelhouse. It's, you know, it would be a new thing. I'd be stepping outside my comfort zone yet again for something new, which would be great. Um, but yeah, I think once I have a couple grand to blow, you know, I'd probably, you know, um, be ready to, I'm more than happy to do a music video. Now that being said, um, there's a lot of reports out there that say that music videos aren't as important as they used to be. And I don't know what to make of that because visual stuff is about as important as ever. Right. But doing a polished music video, um, I, you know, I, I, I'm not against it. It's just um, the the motivation, the, you know, everything has to kind of come together for it to happen. 
Um, I think it'd be a lot of fun to do, honestly. It'd be a whole new right. ball game, you yeah. know, um, and a cool way to share what I do. So I don't know. I'm starting to talk myself into it. <laughs> <laughs> and before you know it, you'll be out there today <laughs> filming scenes for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, and I have a suggestion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Bridge. Next Saturday, right? There's going to be a whole big event of creative people. Yeah. And especially if you're gonna, if you're interested in like collaborating. Yeah. I guarantee you can make a lot of connections. Oh, that's on, such on a, a good thought, boy! You guys are really <laughs> greasing the skids here. Um, that's the Find Your Stage event, <laughs> right? Twenty twenty two at Varsity that's Theater. True. If you're looking for a videographer, there might be one there. Right. See. Use promo I code. I might be radio. talking to him, so find me oh yeah <laughs> promo code radio though right yeah not on the videographer they probably don't have a promo code we'll see no um but uh yeah that's a good point that's a good point i think um part of it is like the pandemic got in a way too because um like it's not that i didn't connect with video folk online um in fact i probably have a list of some people like it would be really cool to contact this person someday when i'm ready for a music video you know and um or do some kind of weird documentary with the music or something but um you know it was during a pandemic and it's like yeah if i you know in-person conference like i haven't done one of those in a while if i can connect with someone in person i don't know it it just helps uh just the whole the, the ability to gel with somebody and, and just work together um, it's not that professionals can't like do things online without ever meeting each other, but I think it just can be one of those elements that would have to fall into place. You know, it's just like right. you guys asking me about it right now. It's like crap, I haven't thought about that. But <laughs> um, you know, things things might start working that way. We are a community, and right. uh, you know, I'm, that's that's where I want to come from as a place of community involvement and suggestion. Yeah, and then it gets to. The- you know, greases the wheels, and then before you know it, you're like doing it right now. We should end the interview early so you can get started, right? <laughs> Apparently, I have a whole parking lot out there. We right. can start break dancing. There you go. Get the cardboard out. Yeah, I'll get a break dancing teacher. Yeah, there you go. Ah, I you don't a, need a teacher. I did the moonwalk in kindergarten, for. okay? Oh, I did the moonwalk during a high school. Um, pep rally once <laughs> <laughs> wow like out in front of it in front of every i don't know how great it was but and yeah, now you're here yeah now i'm here look what it can get you it can get you <laughs> the moonwalk that's right it can get you on a community yeah. radio station before you, did, you know it <laughs> you're like the worm that is so fascinating right yeah yeah oh i should have done the worm why after all these years i didn't even think about that think of where your life would be though if you had done the worm i mean we, we wouldn't know each other right first of all yeah it's a butterfly effect um you know <laughs> Who knows? Would, <laughs> do you even be Mike Rez? You might be in the witness protection program. Right, yeah. Be the worm, Mike. Mike the worm. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Hey, isn't that that guy who did the worm? <laughs> Get him. All right. So we have less than a minute to go. So tell us again where we can find you online and where we can get your music. Wonderful. Um, you know, I think the best place really to go to get, like, everything all in one place, because my website is great, but... If you go to any of my social media profiles, which is at Graybeat Music, all one word, no spaces, hyphens, dashes. Um, if we do that, bye, Bridge. <laughs> um, then, which I totally miss you, Bridge. I wanted to see you um, next time. So, and Tracy, I'm sure too, but I'm sure uh, you wanted to be here. 
Uh, yeah, what was I talking about? Uh, where we can find you online. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they go to my social media, and then I have a link in my social media profile that's actually not my website, but it's just sort of my one catch-all splash page. It has all my new tracks at the top. You can click on those, listen on any uh, platform. And then I have my um, uh, website on there. I have the entrance to the Graylians is on there. It says Enter Graylian. I have all my social media links from Twitch. It's got my email on there, blah, blah, blah. So it's a really cool little page. And so I direct you there. And then it also does have uh, my one-on-one music production class um, info about that, how you can apply to meet with me every week and learn how to produce your own music, uh, as well as, um, you know, the application to do the custom song, which is how Realms of Passion came about. And uh, I'm also, there's also, um, uh, you know, if you want me to play live somewhere, you can, I'll, I'll have a place where you can go to connect with me on that. So I would go to my social media profiles at Music on, you know, you can go to your favorite platform, but I'll tell you, uh, probably the most activity for me is like Instagram, Facebook, and then maybe like Twitter. Um, I try to put stuff up on all of them that's different. Sure. So might as well just be on all of them. Don't want to miss anything. No, I mean you. You wouldn't believe, like, what I put on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> on Twitter, I kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming in this morning. It was a lot of fun catching up with you. Uh, catch us at the Find Your Stage event next week at the Varsity Theater, uh, and uh, this will be available on podcast later. So, thanks for coming in. Have a good weekend, everybody. My pleasure. We'll see you next week.